When was the last time something really excited you? Excited you so much that you couldn't wait to share it with others. Often such a reaction can be triggered by the simplest and most obvious things, like a tiny puppy, or falling in love, or renewing an old friendship. The great ideas in Lead the Field can have that effect on us too. They can turn our lives upside down. Suddenly, the lights are turned on and we can see the world much more clearly. Opportunities take on new luster, even though they have been there all the time, unnoticed, waiting for the great idea to make them glow. The multifaceted career of Earl Nightingale, author and narrator of Lead the Field, is an affirmation of the effect of great ideas on our lives and the degree of success we attain. As a teenager, Earl saw the plight of his family and friends and the worst of the depression. At that time, he couldn't afford any books. So he began seeking the answers, the keys to a better life in his local library. And as a voracious reader, he kept searching the rest of his life. After serving as a US Marine in World War II, Earl became a well-known broadcast personality and was inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. For his many achievements as an entrepreneur, writer, public speaker, recording artist, and radio and television commentator, he also won a gold record for the LP, The Strangest Secret, for sales exceeding a million copies, the Golden Gavel Award from Toastmasters International, the Napoleon Hill Foundation Gold Medal Award for Literary Excellence, and was inducted into the International Speakers Hall of Fame. He authored numerous audio and video programs, more than 7,000 radio and television commentaries, and two best-selling books. In Lead the Field, Earl Nightingale will lead you down new paths and old familiar trails. You'll rediscover the power of words like attitude and service and goals and commitment. You'll learn the use of intelligent objectivity and the benefit of being constructively discontented. And with each repeated listening, you'll unearth new gems from these acres of diamonds. Hundreds of thousands of men and women have benefited over the years from this treasury of great ideas and sound. Lead the Field is the synthesis of a lifetime of research, reading and refining by Earl Nightingale. Starting with your first session, The Magic Word, the messages you're about to hear are widely considered all-time classics in the field of personal development. Good morning and welcome to 10 Minutes to Change Your Mind. Uh, I want to welcome all our returning listeners and a special welcome to all you new listeners. My name is Carl Schilling and I'm the host and facilitator in this journey to maximize the power of your creative mind. Now, I'm very excited today because we are starting 12 weeks of Lead the Field. You heard right before this a little introduction to Earl Nightingale and Lead the Field. So uh, before we get started, though, I do want to give our normal reference to those uh, in the referral of a lifetime. Tim Templeton tells us everyone knows 250 people. So I want to challenge you to share 10 minutes to change your mind with everyone you know. They can, they can follow us on Spotify, Anchor, or Google. And by doing this, you'll be helping me with the mission of bringing the power of the creative mind to everyone. So today, we get to start this journey 
12 weeks of a lead the field. And <clears throat> I'll give my own personal short testimony on what this has meant to me. Uh, back as I shared with uh, many of you in the podcast, which you understand in my uh, <clears throat> my <clears throat> story about Think and Grow Rich, but just um, a little before and during the time of, uh, of uh, coming in contact with Think and Grow Rich, I found Lead the Field, okay? And it came to me from first hearing the CD, The Strangest Secret. And after hearing that, I uh, I really got compelled to get this series and start to listen to Earl Nightingale. And what I did was I started listening to that program intently uh, every day, repetitively. And what I found over the years was that if I would come back and listen to the program, I would find things that I didn't hear the first time or that I wasn't consciously aware of that I heard the first time. So that constantly repeating and listening to the program was so powerful. And it literally, literally changed all aspects of my life, from business to personal relationships, to my family, to everything about my life changed after listening to this program. So now some 40 years later, I'm trying to share this. I became a certified coach for Lead the Field, one of the first, uh, when they started in the early 90s with a coaching program. And for several years, uh, I did develop and make my income from coaching this program. So I do want to share with everybody the power and value of this program. First thing I think you need to do is we got to lay a couple of ground rules, like going to a ball game. Before the ball game, you know, they sit down and they meet at home plate and they set the ground rules. Well, ground rule number one here is that you need to listen to um, the particular session that we're on for the full week. That's session one. This week is session one. You need to listen to that three times a day. Now, you listen to it in the morning. Gives you a, a quick start in the day. If you could listen to it in the middle of the day, that would be great. But if not, listen to it at the end of your work day, you know, before dinner, around then. And then most importantly, before bedtime, right before you doze off and go to sleep, listen to it again. Now, the second uh, point that we need is you need a journal. And in the journal, you need to start uh, effectively putting in things, first things that you become aware of that you weren't aware of before. So those are first, uh, first things, things that come to your mind that you're learning that you didn't have any aspect before, okay? The second thing is we will have, uh, give you some things uh, each day for you to kind of settle in and work on in your journal, all right? But let's start off here in session one. Let's uh, take a quick look uh, when Earl talks about the magic word. And I think what comes out of this before we get to attitude is that um, this concept that success or failure as a human being is not a matter of luck or circumstance or fate or the breaks or who you know or any other tiresome old myths and cliches by which the ignorant tend to excuse themselves. It's a matter of following common sense paradigm of rules, guidelines anyone can follow. This is one of the key elements of session one, that we first become aware 
that we are totally accountable and responsible for our own success or failure. And it is through our own thought process, our own mindsets that creates this success or failure. Okay. Now, <clears throat> Earl goes on to say, we all want good results in life. You know, we want them in our home and our work and our contacts with other people. Um, the most important single factor that guarantees good results though, day in and day out, and all the months and years of our lives is a healthy attitude. Now, attitude is the magic word. And in session one, Earl goes on about a great deal of reflection on attitude. Now, attitude is defined as the position or bearing as indicating action, feeling, or mood. And it is our own actions feelings or moods that determine the actions, feelings, uh, or moods of others. We project out <clears throat> from our own reflection to others, uh, and it's our attitude that bounces back from others. Okay? Our attitude tells the world what we expect in return. And it's a, if it's a cheerful, expectant attitude, it says to everyone with whom we come in contact, that we expect the best in our dealings with the, within and without from our world. Okay. So, um, we need to understand that we tend to live up to our own expectations and, you know, others give to us as far as their attitudes are concerned, what we expect. Our attitude is something we can control. We can't control the attitudes of others. But we can establish our attitude each morning when we start out our day. So I think in our journal, it's important that you take this attitude test, okay? That you reflect back and you, you, you pay attention to the kind of attitude that you're going to start the day with. All right? So our attitude towards life that determines a life's attitude towards us. It's cause and effect. It's that law of cause and effect. Everything we say or do will cause a corresponding effect. If you're cheerful, glad to be experiencing this miracle of life, others will reflect that good cheer back to you. We're the kind of people others enjoy being around. Okay, you and I are responsible for our lives. <clears throat> you and I produce causes all day long, every day of our lives. The environment can only return to us the corresponding effect. And that's why Earl said that each of us determines the quality of his or her own, her own life. We get back what we put out. So today, I want you to reflect on where you've been in the past and how your attitude has affected your life and others. It's a thought process. It, it requires a little exercise, mental exercise. I want you to think this through today, okay? And as you continue to lead, uh, uh, listen to lead the field, continue to listen to Earl and everything he's talking about. But reflect back, start your journal, and ask yourself, what kind of attitude have I been projecting? What is it that others are getting from me? And what are the results been? And how can I reflect and look at this and make the changes necessary? So anyway, it's a great start, folks. A tremendous day. I look so forward to these coming 12 weeks. So please 
listen to lead the field. We're in session one. Stay in session one this entire week, three times a day. Get this thing embedded and printed on your subconscious. And some great things are going to happen, I promise you. So I will see you again tomorrow morning. Make it a great day. Thank you.